Actually, Bleeding Bulb, our main focus is growth strategies. Well, our core services, I should say. Our core services are growth strategies, websites, and apps. That's the core services. And as far as products, we have something called the Bulb Suite, which is a a collection of six applications, all geared towards productivity. So everything is about making the small business owner more productive while keeping costs low. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today, Frank Goodman of Bleeding Bulb. Frank, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hey, it's great to be here, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, what I want to do is just read a little bit more about Frank so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Frank Goodman is an entrepreneur from Washington, D.C., dedicated to raising the small business success rate through strategy, website, and apps. He went from troublemaker to an accomplished engineer and business owner. He has a BS in computer engineering from Old Dominion University and an MS in systems engineering from the George Washington University. His company, Bleeding Bulb, was inspired by his reputation for having tons of ideas. Frank, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? Definitely, man. I'm ready to start. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So the first question I had for you was just to learn a little bit more about your CEO story and what kind of led you to to start your business. Yeah, sure. So like you said, as far as the whole troublemaking thing, that kind of led to me having to write a letter to get into college. So after I was able to get into college through writing that letter, and I was very fortunate for that, that pretty much put me in the position to be the first generation for both sides of my family to uh, go on and the university route and get a degree. And then from there, I went into corporate America. I worked for Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, Booz Allen Hamilton, some companies like that. And I was able to gain a lot of experience there. But over time, I mean, I, I just always had just the entrepreneur bug, you know, like I always had a side hustle. I always had something else I was working on and it was only natural for me to go in that direction. But one of the main things or some of the main things were, was um, I, I really didn't like not feeling the impact of things that I was doing. Because in, in a lot of cases with corporate America, especially these larger organizations, you can do a project and it could be a multi-million dollar project and that client can just throw it out the window. Like, it's that simple. Like, it's not a big deal. You could spend years putting a lot of time and energy and thought into everything that you do and it could just be done. And so I wanted to find a way to be a little bit more impactful, but still use my skills because my skill set that I developed, I did enjoy using it, but I just didn't feel I was getting enough from it. So that kind of led me down the direction of saying like, hey, look, I need to do something a little bit bigger and also try to figure out how I can get more piece of the, (laughs) more of the slice of the pie. So that's 2010, you know, Bleeding Bub gets started and initially are more focused on development, you know, because my background is is engineering. So we had a lot of apps and and websites and things like that that we were pushing, which ended up being um, a good thing. And then later on, we transitioned into just focusing on growing a small business as a whole because we found a lot of gaps after we were passing off products. They were kind of just sitting there and, and people weren't really being successful with what we were delivering. So over time, you kind of feel like uh, you, you, you're not really 
serving a real purpose, you know, because you're just delivering a product again and then that impact goes away. So we just want to help throughout the whole spectrum. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And, and yeah, I appreciate you obviously for being able to work for those big, large companies, but I know that hurt my heart when I heard that sometimes if you work for something in a year or a couple of years or even like a day or a month, and then yeah. they decide not to do it, a part of my, my creative genes died with that. So I'm glad you decided to kind of shift and, and start to do your own thing. So I wanted to hear a little bit more about what you're doing with Bleeding Bulb. You kind of touched on kind of like the, the website, the app and, mm-hmm. and the development part, but uh, could you tell us, I guess, how exactly you serve your clients? Yeah, so actually Bleeding Bulb, our main focus is growth strategies. Well, our core services, I should say. Our core services are growth strategies, websites, and apps. That's the core services. And as far as products, we have something called the Bulb Suite, which is a a collection of six applications, all geared towards productivity. So everything is about making the small business owner more productive while keeping costs low. So you'll find that some of our applications, it may seem, you may... You may think like, say, for instance, um, social media management. You could say, well, we already have something that's for social media management or we already have this, that, and the other. The whole purpose why I went ahead and made some of these applications is just to be able to control the cost and also the features. Because I know some small businesses, they can't, I mean, subscriptions, it's so easy for them to stack up and just go crazy. So any way that I can take some of that burden off of them and, and say like, hey, you as a part of Bleed and Bulb, we can make sure that we can keep costs low. This is still, you know, satisfy your needs. We can keep costs low. And as we need features as a community, we can make those decisions and start to um, just have that application evolve until everyone can just benefit as much as possible. So right now we're really just focused on, you know, getting the products together. Another strong product is um, Ball Factory, where we focus on training. That's, that's really like an eight module journey where we really focus on, Everything from my company, where you're trying to identify what your company is, what its personality is, what it stands for, what it stands against, everything to kind of start to build that cult into partnerships, how you can leverage partnerships, competition, how you can lower your costs by leveraging competition and research. Um, then getting into different things like traffic, website and SEO, demystifying that whole thing, because that's a lot of time. A lot of times customers come to us and they're asking for certain services or products without understanding how it aligns to their goal. And that's one of the main things we focus on looking at their business from a holistic view. So you can sit here and say like, okay, what are your goals? And then let's backtrack from that. Regardless if we can provide the services or not, we have a lot of relationships also that we don't have, it doesn't have to be a dead end. We can still, you know, hand you over to the right people or we can find out ways that we can help you meet those goals. So that's what really what everything is right now. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, that makes perfect sense, especially like you mentioned, like, you know, when you're doing some type of services and then you realize that maybe they're, actual business infrastructure isn't put in place as well as it could be or should be, mm-hmm. then it kind of is, like you mentioned before with Lockheed Martin and, and the companies you work for, kind of all for not to some degree. So it's great that you have that comprehensive, like you mentioned, holistic kind of approach to making sure you sit down with clients and making sure from beginning to end, they're kind of taken care of. So mm-hmm. I think that's pretty awesome. So that brought me to my next question, which is what I usually call your secret sauce, so to speak, or mm-hmm. your kind of differentiator. What do you feel is Bleeding Bulbs secret sauce? So I think we have a couple. Um, One of them is the fact that we're like process-based and uh, technology-driven. Since we have such a strong background in that, when it comes to processes, which I have a strong background in, we can 
make our system more efficient as well as, you know, other people. So as far as us, like we have our own internal application where we can manage different things. Anytime we think of an idea that makes sense, we can just start development. I think that's very important when it comes to to structuring your business to scale and making it more automated. Like we're able to kind of just hit the ground running and make it happen. There isn't a whole lot of decisions outside of us just making the decision, you know, collectively. So I think that's definitely a big thing. And I would just say like my experience as far as every service or offering that we have, I actually spent time doing it first. Like I presented the product. I did the service first before I brought on a team member. So I offered everything before we were able to expand to have a team. So I think that also helps because the level of understanding from one product or service to the next, like I think it's important for the owner to understand like the ins and outs of it, you know, instead of just a super high level view. Exactly. Yeah, that's a big, huge thing where you can sit down and say, hey, I actually use this or this provided this type of results for my actual business. So this is why I want to recommend it to you. So I think that's a phenomenal uh, differentiator or secret sauce that you have. So Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this might be an Mm -hmm. app, it might be a book or might be just a habit you have, but that makes you more effective and efficient as a business owner. Yeah, for me, I would say if I thought about a hack, I would probably say every day I make sure I take time out and figure out what could I have done. Yes. What can I do today? Or I guess the best, better way to say it is from what I did yesterday, how could I have been more productive if I were to do it all over again? Basically always looking back on my past day and trying to find gaps or trying to find, you know, inefficiencies so that I can kind of start to fill that gap and just become more and more efficient. And I also, another tool is like Audible. Like um, that, that helps me with multitasking while still learning and making sure I carve out an hour for uh, just thinking, just general thought, not people's tasks and an hour for education in some way, shape or form. Yeah, I love those kind of hacks. And it's all about kind of getting better and build it upon yourself and looking at how you're doing what type of results that had, and then seeing how you can kind of improve that and then making sure you're super efficient to be able to take in as much information as you can while, you know, you're doing other things. Um, So Audible is definitely another phenomenal CEO hack. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this might be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice you might have for uh, other entrepreneurs and business owners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The main thing I would always try to tell people and the thing that I always end up repeating is just don't get caught up in buzzwords and trends. Always focus on your goals and your audience's problems, because if you focus on your goals, then you can stay on track. Right. But there's just so many distractions with all these different trends and buzzwords popping up daily. And as far as the problem, focusing on your audience problem, that usually solves any of your problems within your business. So as long as you focus on their problems and solve them, that typically takes care of everything else within your business. Because, I mean, the number one thing is usually cash flow, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One issue with small businesses, yeah. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I think that even what you were talking about before when you were saying that um, a lot of times people will come to you and say, oh, I want to get SEO or do you do this or do you do that? It's because mm-hmm. it's a buzzword because it's in the noise, so to speak, and people uh-huh. hear it and, and want to associate it. But it's great that, you know, that piece of advice aligns with what it is you, that you're mm-hmm. doing from your business standpoint where you're uh-huh. saying, what, what's your goal? And yeah. how does that align with your goal? So Absolutely. And one other thing I would also say, enjoy the roller coaster. Like learn to enjoy it because it's it's almost inevitable. You it will be lows and highs and just like learn to appreciate the whole process, like because it's gonna just keep you know, it just keeps going, you know. <laughs> exactly. Keeps going and you just keep adjusting. But once you get used to it and you get comfortable with it, you understand you have the expectation 
so you can plan and work around it a lot easier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You understand it becomes a new normal, so to speak. The roller coaster itself, you know, there's going to be highs, there's going to be lows, but you know that that's normal. So that's just part of uh, being a CEO, so to speak. So now I wanted to ask you my favorite question, which is mm-hmm. the definition for what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different types of CEOs on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So okay. I wanted to ask you, for you specifically, what does it mean to you to be a CEO? For me to be a CEO, I look at a couple of different things. I think it's your responsibility to have the clear vision first. Like you have to have the clear vision and you also need to put people and processes in a place or in a position to grow. And I'm saying that to, to not, you shouldn't be the only, the end all be all. You shouldn't just be that, that, that person people go to with all questions. I think you should be empowering your people and, and getting them into the, to the point where you're encouraging them to have independent thinking and, and try to get them to think their own thoughts and be able to problem solve on their own. So that way, when you, you can focus on your vision and other things and you know that you can hand things over. I mean, if you put people in a position where they understand your expectations and they understand how you think and you can start to mold them that way. I mean, it's empowering for them because they know that there's trust there, right? Like they know that you're putting them in a position to where it's like, okay, I don't have to just listen to what Frank says. Even if he hands me something, if I can improve it, like I know I have the liberty to improve it without being punished. Now I need to make it make sense because I know there's consequences for that, but it's like, it's not a negative thing for something to not work out, but you should take that, that risk, you know? And that's something that I think all CEOs should really encourage to not be so, to not make people afraid of failure. Like there's so many CEOs I think that make people feel like I can't mess up or I'm going to lose my job if I make the wrong decision. And that ends up like that's all the creativity and all the opportunity out the window because now they're thinking in this little small bubble. So you have to give people room to make mistakes and just allow it to happen. Just keep them on the right path, you know? I would absolutely agree with that. It definitely stifles your creativity from your your teammates and the people that are on your team. If they're afraid to make mistakes, they're afraid to kind of clear outside the line, so to speak, right. uh, from time right. to time. And that's really where a lot of the innovation happens, where people that are able to do that and kind of creating a culture by which it's okay to do that. So I think that's a phenomenal kind of definition. So Frank, I, I truly appreciate you for taking some time out of your schedule. I wanted to pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and our listeners know and how best people can get a hold of you. Yeah, so the way that you can get a hold of me is you can contact me at frank at bleedingbulb.com. Uh, you can go to our website, www.bleedingbulb.com. If you ever want to have a consultation, they're free. Sign up for a 30-minute. You can just click on the calendar and find the time that works for you. And basically, just like keep pushing. You know, we have Bulb Factory. We have uh, some other apps. Check out Bulb. Bulb Suite, see the different applications, see how they apply to you, if they can be beneficial to you. If you find areas for improvement, like always let us know. We always appreciate feedback. And, and yeah, just keep keep pushing, man. Just keep pushing. Don't give up and focus on your goals. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much, Frank. I truly appreciate the time that you provide and all the great insight and all the awesome things that you're doing. And I just hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thanks, Grash. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.